Portland on 90.7 FM. When the farmer comes to town with his wagon broken down, the farmer is... Tune in to The Dirt Bag every second Wednesday of the month at 11 a.m. Learn to grow your tasty fruits and vegetables in your home garden. There is a monthly garden stumper, calendar of gardening events. You can even call in with your gardening questions. That's The Dirt Bag every second Wednesday, 11 to 12 a.m. That's on K-B-O-O Portland. Portland. Listen, Listen, laugh, learn. The farmer is the man that feeds them all. KBOO Community Radio is hiring a full-time development director. This position leads all fundraising campaigns in alignment with KBOO's mission, goals, and policies. The development director works closely with management and staff to identify funding priorities and create major donor campaigns, capital campaigns, and grant writing. More info can be found at kboo.fm hiring. We will begin reviewing applications on August 7th, and the position will remain open until filled. KBOO is an equal opportunity employer. Apologize for this break in transmission. We'll return you to our normal program as soon as possible.
This is KBOO Portland. Listener power. Far, far 
away, my friend. All we have to do is follow the clouds. go to the window Help. and look way up into I the sky. It's closing 
Are you standing at the window? See how dark it is in the sky. It is dark because the sun has gone to bed. The sun is the great big ball of light we see shining in the daytime. The sun does not really go to bed, but the earth on which we live turns its back to the sun. Then the sun does not shine on us, and the sky is dark, and it is night. Now let us play a little game. You will be the earth. When I count to three, you turn your back to the window. Ready? One, two, three. Now, turn. You can't see the sky now. Well, the earth is always turning too, just like you did. Sometimes it turns toward the sun and we have day. When it is day, it is time to get up. In the daytime, you play or get ready for school. Now, one, two, three. Turn again to the window. Look out the window. Look way up into the sky. I want to tell you something about the earth on which you live. Have you a little ball? The ball is round. Do you know what round means? Can you make your hands round like a ball? Well, the earth on which all little girls and boys live is just like the ball. But the earth is a great big ball. On the earth are all the houses, streets, and trees. Everyone lives on this ball we call earth. Some people live on one side of the earth and some on the other. This big ball, the earth, is turning so fast no one can fall off of it. Do you see any little lights way up in the sky? Those little lights are stars. A star is a big ball that shines. Look at the stars. They do not look like balls, do they? They are far, far away. That is why they seem so little. Now, I want you to look for the moon. The moon looks like a great, big, white plate in the sky. Sometimes it looks like a broken plate, just a tiny piece of it shining in the sky. Do you see anything that looks like a very big shining plate? The moon is not really a plate. It is a ball like the earth and the stars I told you about. It looks very big because it is closer to you than other stars. Open your hands now. Put your hand against your nose. Is your hand 
touching your nose? See how big your hand looks when it is close to your nose. Now take your hand away from your nose. Look at your hand. It is not so big now, is it? The stars are bigger than the moon. But the moon is closer to you. Closer to your nose. That is why the moon looks so big. Sometimes the sky at night is very dark. Then we cannot see the moon and the stars. Did someone turn off the light of the stars and moon? No. Their light is still shining. But the clouds is hiding. Let us play another little game. It will tell you about the clouds. We will make believe you are a star way up in the sky. Your hands are a cloud. Now put your hands over your eyes. Don't peek. Now you can't see. It is dark, isn't it? The clouds in the sky hide the stars and moon just like your hands cover your eyes. That is why we cannot see their light. Take your hands away from your eyes. Look out the window. There is the sky again. Clouds in the sky are big puffs of rain. They move around in the sky. That is how they sometimes hide the Do you feel them near you? 
world of science. Good examples of the scientific gold team were displayed by called the Astronomy Department of the University of Washington. I first contacted by phone Dr. Theodore S. Jacobson, and I asked him for his opinion of unidentified flying objects. He answered in frost-bitten tones. I have no observations about them. I have no feelings at all. Goodbye. I was so underwhelmed by his coolness that at the time I thought I might have been connected to the university's computer by mistake. I hadn't been. Hoping that this attitude wouldn't pervade the entire astronomy department, I contacted the information center, where they assured me a warm and lengthy interview would be granted by Dr. George Wallerstein of the astronomy department. I called Dr. Wallerstein and asked if I could get any information at all on UFOs, pro, con, or neutral. His reply, that's a lot of nonsense. I don't even want to get involved in it. I think you'll understand my position. I said, no, I wasn't sure that I did. That ended our conversation. The anti-UFO cold front even extends across the Atlantic. Dr. Bernard Lovell, the British astronomer who directs the largest radio telescope in England, says of UFOs, quote, Any suggestion that these are visitors from outer space I regard as most unscientific and utter nonsense, unquote. He was quoted later in his lecture tour of the United States as saying that UFOs were strictly an American phenomenon seemingly alluding to the idea that the rest of the world is too level-headed to fall for such copycat. And he might try reading the newspaper occasionally. It might be a revelation to him to find that France, Australia, England, and a dozen other countries have contributed to regular share. I just came on Since 1947, thousands of people around the world have become more and more aware of a bizarre phenomenon we have come to know as unidentified flying objects. UFO encounters have been reported by citizens in all walks of life, including the President of the United States, Jimmy Carter. There were about 20 of us standing outside of a little uh, restaurant, I believe, a pastor's uh, lunchroom, and a, a kind of a green light appeared in the western sky. This was right after sundown. And uh, it got, got brighter and brighter, and then eventually it disappeared. It was not, didn't have any uh, solid substance to it, it was just a, a very peculiar looking light. None of us could uh, understand what it was. I've never made fun of people who've seen other things of that kind. Years have passed since the widespread UFO sightings of the post-World War II era, and yet the phenomenon is still very much with us. Dr. J. Allen Hynek, acknowledged to be the world's foremost authority on UFOs, has been investigating this enigma since 1948 as a consultant to the Air Force and since 1973 as the founder and director of the Center for UFO Studies in Evanston, Illinois. Investigator well, those researchers of you would like to hear what our outer space friends are saying directly. when they communicate with their earthly contacts. I've included an interview with Major Wayne Aho, a self-styled telepathic contactee who says he received telepathically what he feels is a very significant message. He got the message while standing just a few feet from a flying saucer that landed in the Mojave Desert in 1957. And I was shown things of the future of this earth. It was like a look into the future. I was shown by these beings and by that experience on the night of May 11, 1957, that our civilization is in great danger. I was shown these words. 